All right, welcome back to another episode of the Robin and Bastards here for a uh, not just one, not just two, but three tournament recaps for us. Um, it has been a busy July. Um, we unfortunately had a rain out, rain slash thunderstorm uh, come through that made us move a uh, tournament um, a couple weeks from what it was supposed to be. So we've had a slew of them uh, in a very quick time frame. So decided just to do one, one recap of everything here. And uh, I'm sitting here with the normal uh, usual suspects, uh, Ben Lee and Ryan Van Tine. How's it going, fellas? What up? What up? Yeah. And we have our three winners. We have Michael Hart, who was the winner for our, Yawk event, correct or no? Clarion. Clarion. Uh, Dan was our winner from the Yawk event. Yes. And we have Joe Patterson who took home the dub out at Moraine, Lake Arthur. What's going on tonight, fellas? What's up? How's everybody doing? Not too shabby. Uh, <laughs> So the normal housekeeping, as always, what is everyone uh, partaking in beverages tonight? I got Mike's Hard Lemonade tonight. Keeping it a little uh, simple. I got work in the morning. My my 17-year-old self is uh, totally in line with you. (laughs) (laughs) Vodka and ginger for me. Okay. I'm I'm cranking one of these Ithaca cranberry blood orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. look at that! Yeah. Look at that! I would be if I'd have got mine. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hey, wow. hey, Dan. <laughs> funny story. Yeah. Here, here it is. <laughs> here, it, here it is. <laughs> the whole stash. <laughs> um, I'm uh, I got a little bit of coke tonight. What? Coke, Coke Zero. <laughs> Coke Zero. I, I switched up the Diet Dew and got some Coke Zero. Mm. Well, I was going to say, we all know that you don't need the uh, the other variety of Coke. So No, no, no. <laughs> I'm high strung enough. I don't need none of that there cocaine. Ben, what about you? Vodka and ginger beer. Oh, all right. Yeah, I got a little bit of whiskey and washing that down in Miller Lite. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. I nice. like it. White can chaser. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we uh we had some events and we had some good events and we're gonna get into that in a second. Um. But the other housekeeping item that needs to take place, I'm just gonna go right down the line as I see the names on my screen here. Uh, if you have listened to the episodes before, you know what's coming up. If you haven't, uh, be prepared for the icebreaker question on the Rod Ben and Bastards, and that is, I'll start with Mike. Mike, why do you suck at fishing? Oh, <laughs> I definitely suck at tournament fishing. It's just uh, it's a lot of uh, lot of moving parts happening at one time, really fast, and everything's just time. One little screw up can just, you know, ruin your whole day, 
or there's just days where you just go out and you're just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to let it flow, and then it just works out. All right. Uh, Joe, I, I, I see I'm you down next. With that. I, I feel like there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to tournament fishing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, including moving moving kayaks on rivers and losing fish, which we'll get into. Uh, Joe, why do you suck at fishing? Man, I'm just stubborn. Uh, you know, fishing, uh, fishing memories, fishing the same same baits. I can't put them down. I could have caught a fish on something three weeks ago on the same spot, and I'll spend six hours tournament day just pounding that away. <laughs> yeah, I'm it. I can I can appreciate the stubbornness and uh, going off of anecdotal stuff. So yeah, that's that's good. And Mister Darrington, why do you suck at fishing? Uh, I get in my head too much. That's my problem. I can I feel you on that one as well. That's uh, and stubbornness, same thing. I fish one bait. I catch. I know I can catch them on it. They ain't biting on it. I have a hard time switching all day. Yep. Yep. I think we all probably have been there for sure. Um, so we are going to, we'll just go down the order of events, uh, for recap. Um, and the first one we're going to talk about is the yawk that happened. When was that Ryan July? Well, it was nine. And then I believe it went to the fourth. Let me look at the calendar real quick. 23rd? No. It was, yeah, the 23rd. Yep. Okay. Uh, scheduled so, for the 9th. Storm rolled in, rescheduled for the 23rd. It, and that's exactly what happened. I know prior to that, uh, for leading up to two or three days ahead of time, I know the three of you, Ben and myself, were messaging each other pretty regularly about if it's going to happen or what's going to go yeah. on and just really paying attention to the weather. And I, I think that everyone would feel the same that the right decision was made to keep people off of the water. I know some it of you was. guys went fishing Safe. on that Sunday. Yeah. So we did bad. safety. So safety wise, I think it would have been okay, but the ultimate reason, I mean, safety is paramount. It's number one, but the ultimate reason why we do it is to catch fish and it was not a good day of fishing. Yeah. <laughs> There was only a couple of, I think, Mike, what do you think? Like eight total, eight to 10 fish total out of five or six guys. Uh, Something like that. Or Jen's catching. Like it, it wasn't real high numbers, but it, it was a very tough day. I mean, I still had a killer day. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, like Ryan said, I think that it ultimately does come down to this safety aspect is the biggest thing. And it's something that we'll talk about with the Arthur event as well. Um, but yeah, the yawk was, uh, it was an experience. Um, Dan, uh, took home the, the dub on that one. Um, and I think we had, uh, what was it? A 20, 20 inch with a one inch deduction fish took, uh, still ended up taking home big, big bass for the day. So big yeah. son of a bitch, dude. Yeah. It was a, yeah. It was a fat smallie. Um, that was Chris that, uh, that won that. So, yep. But Dan, tell us, uh, 
tell us about your day. And again, if you have listened to these, you can be as transparent as you want to. If you want to hold some stuff uh, close to your chest for reasons, that's totally fine. Um, but you know, we're just here to bullshit about the uh, the events and what happened and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, I, I always tell everybody everything I use. I don't care. It ain't going to change anything. But um, we floated, me and my son floated from uh, Smithton Beach down to Soutersville Park. Um, and uh, we got on the river. We actually got on the river about 20 minutes late. Um, and I tried top water in the morning. And I couldn't get a single bite on a whopper plopper for, for the life of me. So I started throwing my normal Ned rig. Uh, threw a green pumpkin hula stick to start the morning and was catching them um, with the darker water. Uh, once the sun started to come out, I switched over to June bug and it was on fire for almost an hour and then went to black and blue. And once I hit black and blue, once the sun was fully up, the fish were on. It was, I probably caught 25 fish that day. I kept upgrading all day long. It it just happened, and I never lost a single fish all day. Everything I, everything a bit, I hooked. It was just fishing clean. It was just one of them days where everything fell into place for me. That's a good day. Yeah, and so that that actually like leads into what I was kind of talking about earlier. Whenever I said about the yawk, and like Fantine just said, you fished clean all day, and you won. Um, what that mentally to you too? That's huge. Like. When you fish clean, you don't realize how much that keeps your mind focused and like in tune with what you're doing. The second you lose yeah, a fish, like said, really it was, right in it. Exactly. And my son, that's what was happening. He would kept losing fish, man. He'd get frustrated and he was yeah, you know, and then I'd catch one. And he was getting he was getting upset, you know, and it, it gets in your mind, it does. But like I said, it just I did the two day yawk, what, about a month before that for a KA. And I didn't get near the size as I got that on that same float, but I caught probably double the fish, but they were all small. But yeah, just I just happened to be fishing the right bait at the right time, and it just fell in place for me that day. Yeah, fishing, fishing clean, like Vantine said, it does so much for you in terms of obviously putting your numbers and you know calling fish and upgrading throughout the day and you know just continuing to build your confidence and everything um and then the flip side of that is sloppy fishing which is exactly what i did um and for me that day i floated Soutersville to boston um as recommended by tyler rupert um and I didn't have a, I didn't have a float partner. I probably could have hooked up with someone and, and did different areas and everything, but it kind of, it was like leading into what Dan was saying about fishing with his son as well. Um, but staying on the fish and sloppy stuff, I, I probably lost, I'm going to guess 20, a minimum of 23 inches of fish by losing two bigs at the side of my boat by not paying attention to what I was doing. Um, the one, the one for me that, I mean, they both actually came off of a, a plopper, but the one for me was literally 
I had to crank my rod two more times, like two more reels and all oh, the net reach. Yeah. And I would have been closer to, to net that fish, but I didn't. What did I do? I look like an idiot sticking my left arm out over the boat as far as I possibly could holding the rod like this, trying to net it. And of course, putting too much torque on it and it popped off. Um, the other one was the first fish that I actually, uh, hooked into that day. And that was more of just like a, holy shit, I caught a fish and just ended up losing it. But yeah, I mean, you know, 24 more inches of fish for me probably would have put me up closer to the top five. Can't remember. I think I finished like 12th or 14th out of, I think what we had, we had 19 guys for that one. Yeah. There's 19 in that one. Yeah. Mountain Dew hot dogs. <laughs> um, killing me. So, well, uh, for me, that's how the clarion went. I lost fish on the clarion. Yeah. yeah I still had a good day, but I lost two fish that would have put me up even better. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it just, I mean, it happens. That's that, that's fishing. I mean, you know, we, we all do it. We all lose fish. We, you know, all break off. Like it's, it's just the nature of the beast. That's what it is. And especially whenever you're fishing a river in a kayak, you're moving the whole time. Um, unless you anchor down somewhere and try to really knock out a spot and everything. Um, that was my first time fishing the yawk. I was, I liked it. Um, I can definitely see the appeal of wanting to go back there and fishing some more, but definitely wanting to try a different area. Um, I wish I'd have known you were doing the Soudersville to Boston. I would have went with you. Yeah. I love that section of the river. It was good. I mean, there were definitely some like faster moving spots that I wish I would have either beached my kayak and fished it, or I would have tried to spin around and um, hit my spot lock and just like sit in some, some swifter water and, uh, and tried to fish it. But all in all, I mean, you know, is what it is. Uh, like Dan was saying, I thought down where I was, um, the water was definitely, uh, murky. It had a lot of sediment, excuse me, sediment that was rolling down through it. Um, I didn't hook my first fish until like 10 30 in the morning. So it was, uh, it was a bit of a grind for me for the first three and a half, four hours. Um, I don't know if that's Ben Ryan, if that's how you guys kind of went, but it was, uh, and it was just like a little flourish of a two hour stretch of me catching eight or nine fish. And then that was it. Yeah, it was, it was fast, fast and furious for me. My second cast, I had, had my first fish and, and it was probably with my next 10 or 15, I, I had a limit. And then I started just playing around doing stupid stuff, trying to go upstream and, and do different things. Uh, and then I think Ryan, you ended up catching your biggest one in the stretch that I started in Yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah. I was trying to jog my memory because I have like a shit memory and I can't even remember what I fished or like floated or none of it. But now that you said that, yeah, there was like a, on that far side of that Island, there's uh like a little quick spot. And I patterned fish a little bit early in the day. And I was like, well, this is it. Like, I got to get something out of here. And uh, mm-hmm. I threw over in there and caught, I can't remember what it was. I have no clue. Like I said, my memory's junk, but I caught one. And uh, when I caught it, 
there was about eight other big fish around it that were trying to eat with it. It was crazy. They just took off and were chasing it all over the place. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't see any of those fish early on. It was uh, all little ones, but I mean, that's that's how the fish move. Uh, I should have stayed there, but I can't stay in one spot too long. I got to keep moving. It drives me nuts to just like sit there and just fish a spot. I got to keep going. Yeah, it's uh, I I I don't know. I have my moments where I get into that stubbornness where I'm like, man, I know there has to be a fish here. And I wound up fishing it for way too long. And, you know, it's, uh, I don't say it's hurt me because I've only done one other river event, but I mean, we know how that one played out for me. Um, but so we had Dan finished in first, uh, what was his total Ben? He had, uh, 81 and three quarter inches. That's a, that's a day. Yeah, that was a good, that's a heck of a day on the yawk. And then uh, Randolph was at 76 and a half and, and Eddie Kybe was at 73 and a half. Yeah, so it was, it, was, it was pretty good. I mean, Dan Dan had a pretty good pretty good lead on those guys. Yeah. Yeah, Randolph kept ca- catching back up to me till I got that 18 and 3 quarter and then it was Yeah, that got gotcha. you. Uh, we um there was, I mean, there was a lot of fish caught that day, though. I think we were talking about that post uh, post mm-hmm. event down at uh, Russell's place that we there were a lot of fish that were actually caught that day. So, yeah, I mean, there was ninety seven that were turned in, but you know how that goes. If if you catch something that you know you got other stuff that's bigger, you're just chucking it back in the water. Yeah, and that's so, what I was doing at the end of the day, trying to upgrade. At that point, it was I catch them, throw them on the board. Well, you're not going to help. Just throw them back in, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was de- it was definitely it, it was a good day. I mean, they were they were biting. It seemed like no matter where you were, they were biting. Some was a little bit tougher than others, but uh, the bite was good, man. Yeah, I I think if I did that that section over again, I definitely would have fished some of those swifter <clears throat> spots um, a little bit more. That I mean, I didn't fish them at all. Like I said, I would have definitely paid a little bit more attention to those and tried to pull some bigger fish out of that faster water that would have been trying to feed and everything. Um, I know for me, I I actually stayed right from where I launched for almost an hour plus just kind of pissing around till some of the fog burned off just because of not being super familiar with that river. I didn't want to end up going down and I was running my AP. So I was like, I definitely don't want to like catch my drive on a, on a rock and not realize that something's coming up and everything. So I, I erred on the side of safety a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that fog was rough that morning. Yeah. It, it took a while to burn off. It definitely held there for a long time. Yeah, Most of my fish that day were, I was catching them in the deeper water in the middle. Fishing was, or fishing out into the deeper water. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, I didn't, sense. uh, until like I got down to like that bigger, slower section down closer to Boston. Um, I, I honestly think that I were only like two times I had to pull my drive out, um, while I was going down river. Like it actually was deep enough that I ran my drive almost the entire day without even being that concerned. So, um, again, first time fishing it, I, I didn't know what to expect. I was told that I should be good, uh, through there. And even in some of like the, 
the quicker water where Tyler had told me like, Hey, there's like three spots. You're probably going to have to pull the drive out. Um, I could have actually left it in whenever I rolled, rolled down through, I saw in my, on my, uh, graph that I was like, shit, I'm still in like five, six feet of water here. I'm totally fine. But you know, is what it is. I had a good day. Dan obviously had a great day. Um, I can't remember where, uh, Ben, where you and Ryan both finished up and everything, but I finished, I finished top 10 because Lake Arthur was my first event this year that I've fished that I didn't get a top 10. Yeah. But, but it's hard to hard to catch fish if you're not on the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, 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 actually, uh, we're going to talk about that one next. So, um, but yeah, Mike, did you did you fish on the yacht too? Oh uh, yeah, yep. Okay. Man, yeah, man, he was, uh, yeah, he's top ten. He's eight. Yep. It um, was, that uh, means I got seventh uh, then. Did yeah, I get seventh? You, yeah. Yep. And yeah. BP came in tenth. Yeah, which was awesome to see. So there's two things about that tournament that I loved seeing. One was seeing Dylan Darrington back on the water again fishing a tournament because I haven't seen him fish a tournament in quite a few years. And seeing him and Dan out there just being together and, like, doing something they both love is really freaking cool. And then seeing BP sign up for a tournament because he's an awesome freaking dude. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, Dylan used to fish tournaments with me every weekend. And then he kind of got out of fishing and, he decided to do one with me again, so that was cool. So yeah, that was that was awesome. This actually, um, this is what I was gonna uh, mention about uh, earlier, and it just slipped my mind until we talked about that. I, I personally, I don't know how I would feel about doing a float with someone like right there the whole time. Um. I know whenever my buddy Nick, or actually one of the other hosts of the podcast, he uh, just doesn't jump on whenever we do the tournament recaps. Um, like I know him and I have fished uh, the Kiski a couple times together and everything. And like we've stayed within relative reason uh, distance for each other. But a lot of times, like whenever we fish lakes together, like we'll just meet up at the launch and we're near each other. But like we are definitely not fishing anywhere near the same water at the same time and everything. Um maybe on like a handful of occasions we have. So I guess my question is like, I know, I mean like Dan, you were, you were fishing with your son. I like, I get it. That's, that's a little bit different, but like Van Tyne, I know you and like Mike, I'm pretty sure you do as well. Like you do floats with like groups of guys and everything. Yeah. Like it's everyone, so how's the mentality with that? Because like, I don't want to say I would get pissed if I looked over and saw someone catching fish, but I would be like, fuck like well, i so wish i like, would have went there instead of them because i could have maybe caught that fish and that sort of thing it's almost for me it's almost like i don't want to say it's a group effort but it like is. that's what it is you're right it's, it's like like we know it's like a respect thing like i usually people pair up in twos usually even if we're floating with five six seven people usually people go off in twos one for safety two just you know, you got your buddy right there, whatever. Um, usually people go off in pairs or you're sprinkled like a quarter mile. And usually in that court, like it's just on the style of fishing, really. Like 
Greg, how you fished the yawk, you would stop and hold position, which for that part of the river, it makes sense. But like when you're floating through current, it's almost, it really like where I fished, it was almost impossible to stop and hold on fish unless I got out on the bank and then just stood there. But it's almost like a respect thing. Like you catch a fish or two, you move on. There's fish there, especially like you do. I think we did eight miles or something like that, or six miles. I can't remember, but you know, when you have that, I don't know. It's just like, just like the time thing. Like you just know you're going to be getting into fish. If you're patterning them, you know, people are seeing you pattern fish. So they're like, okay, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, I don't want to say it's like team fishing, but it kind it is, but it isn't like it, it, it kind of is. You just have a good day of fishing. Like you, you just go f- the way I see it. Like tournament fishing is tough because it's competitive and there's money on the line, but at the same time you do it because you love it. So like when I'm out there fishing with my boys, I'm just out there fishing. I don't give a shit about any of the money. I just want to be out there seeing my boys catch fish, see me catch fish. Like, it's just all about the experience. I don't know. It's in, in trying to like determine who gets to fish what hole first, you kind of just swap in and out who's leading, who's following, whatever. Like it's, it's an unspoken thing that just happens and it's beautiful. <laughs> I don't yeah. really know how to that's explain how it. it. That's how it is for us. I fit with Adam Dobbins back and Tyler Rupert. We do just about every tournament. All three of us do it together. We fish together all day long. Just about, we won't separate <laughs> like on the river. We usually just kind of, we just get in the line and you just fish at your own pace. If somebody catches up to you, they go around you. It's no, for me, it's no big deal. I don't care, you know, but river fishing, I like to fish in a group just so I got people around because if yeah. something does happen and you're out there by yourself, it's scary. I'm, you know, yeah, it's not fun. I had it happen to me on Buffalo Creek. I dumped myself and my phone was gone and up there after trout season, there's nobody on that Creek. So I was just with no, no cigarettes no phone, just floating miles just to get get to somebody. Yeah, you definitely want people with you. <laughs> yeah, I and like I I definitely get the safety aspect of it and everything. And I and like Vantine, you said about it, and I think that's where it is out there to have fun and it is out there to fish and everything. But I I mean, and maybe it's just for me personally. I don't know, but there is a complete different mentality going through my head whenever I am like yesterday, whenever I was out at yellow Creek fishing versus being at Arthur for the tournament. Like it's a total different mindset. Like it's not, there's not fun at that point. It is serious. I want to throw as many possible, like as many times I possibly can. Like I want to have my line in the water as much as possible because there is money on the line. I do want to catch fish. I do want to, you know, try to place and everything. So that's find, where so find the peace between the two of them. And I find think, like that middle. And I think that's where it needs to be for me for like moving water is that where I, and there would never be a point where I would like be floating with anyone 
and like cuss someone out because they hit Fuck a hole. You, dude, you caught fish. Yeah, like a hole before I did. Like I that that's just not my personality. Like I would be stoked if I saw someone pull a twenty-one inch smallie out of a you know on top water over t- rapids that I was like, man, I was gonna throw on that too. Like that would have been awesome for me to catch that one. But it's cool as shit to see someone else catch one too. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about a 21, though. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pissed at anybody catching a 21. Yeah, that was you know a little bit, a little bit hypothet- hypothetical, far, far-fetched uh, idea. To, to, that was the blast, face. To, to blast that hypothetical 21, uh, me and my boy Sean oh, were yeah. fishing earlier this spring on the yacht. Uh, it was actually me, Sean, and my buddy Dan. We were all going down, and how we fish we all fish differently so even if we're fishing together everybody's fishing differently if that makes sense different water column yeah right so we could even be say all using buzz baits but we all run them differently like different cadence everything uh my buddy sean was he was ahead of me but i was right behind him and we were both working buzz baits and like anywhere he wouldn't hit, I would make another cast. We were like covering as much, uh, you know, anything you'd see stick a stick sticking up, a, a boulder, a rock, anything. We was making casts, and by God, he stung a twenty-one inch behemoth out of the yacht this spring. It it was massive. It's on his Facebook God. if you look him up. It was huge. Yeah. So, I mean, it is, it is, it's something magical, actually. Like, get with a group of guys and just fish. The shit you'll see and learn is, is just extreme. Yeah. And I get that part of it, but I want to do that fun fishing. I like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be with like three other guys and watching dudes like, Pwn fish after fish and i'm there like what the fuck is going on like why am Nobody, i not catching I, fish if you're with five dudes and they're catching fish i promise you you're gonna be catching fish ain't yeah. nobody gonna let you if nobody the other four dudes are catching not, fish you're gonna be no, catching fish too nobody is gonna let you not catch fish i can promise you that yeah <laughs> i did that two years ago for the pa bass nation i fished for four other guys and they them all caught fish, and you didn't. The top six. All four of them were in the top six. I was in last place with zero. Oh, oh Jesus! They must Dan. not have been your boys, bud. Yeah. <laughs> and I was fishing. They were even giving me. They were even giving me the same setups that they were catching fish on, and I could not catch oh, fish. Oh, that's on. that's, that's the, the worst. worst for sure. <laughs> yeah. That so, uh, you know, tangent after tangent here. Uh, I have a buddy, Tommy, that he is like a steelhead, like whisperer. The kid is like a savant when it comes to fishing uh, for steelhead up in Erie. And we will go up there and he will like this was last year before I really uh, not this past season, but the season before, before I really got into it this past year. And I like he would rig my stuff exactly how he would everything would be the exact same and we fished a section of elk the one day for my two fish and this is an exaggeration in a 90 minute time frame for the two fish i caught i netted 11 fish for him and it was just like what the fuck are you doing that like i am not doing like and we're standing 
five to six feet apart. Like it wasn't, you know, as if he's way down the stream and I'm way up, like we were right in the same hole and it was just him catching fish after fish. And it was just like, dude, I hate you. Like I actually am just, I hate you right now. But, um, yeah, I, I think, like I said, in terms of fun fishing, yeah, I want to see everyone catch fish and everything. And with tournament stuff, I get what like Vanton, uh, Mike, I get what you're saying. Like you wouldn't go without catching fish, but then you have those moments like Dan did where everyone it's like, I am throwing this weight, this leader, this hook, this bait, catch a fish and you don't catch a fish. And you're like, what the, why is, what is going on with me? hundred percent dude. That's me. Every tournament, it seems like it's like a struggle fest to catch fish. So like, I just set myself up with a small goal of just getting five fish on the board and not groping the caudal fin. <laughs> no, no anal groping, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's no uh <laughs> um so the old reach around yeah yeah <laughs> this, this is gonna go go bad real quick after some nah, of the text nah, we're good, we're good. after some of the text messages that ben ryan and i were having the other day um you but should uh, see, greg you <laughs> should see our group chat that we got going on with mike that i'm in with mike it is ridiculous yeah i got i got <laughs> one of those too um so post yawk uh we had what like a two two week time frame between that and the not yet so once we um, rescheduled yawk we had one week it was like yeah, bang, it was bang, boom. weekend yeah. yeah, it was the 29th and then the first weekend. In oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so the 29th of July um, <clears throat> was our event out at Lake Arthur at Marine State Park. Um, Mr. Joe Patterson took home first place with that uh, with, I remember this because it was fucking stupid, was 90, <laughs> 90 inches of fish that day, which is just unbelievably impressive um so yeah joe i'm shocked too man yeah uh that was a that was a hell of a day you you put up numbers and uh at one point in time i know dan i think it was around 7 30 7 45 you and i were sitting in first and second place um Uh, i had a limited 645 i had a so limit did, on the- so, did, so did i the only reason why i didn't have a limit on the on the app is because i was still catching fish after fish and i didn't want to stop yeah. so um i know uh well let's talk to joe i don't want to take anything away from him for the fact that he he kicked ass and took names kicked ass whatever you want to say from uh lake <clears throat> arthur event so on lake arthur is freaking phenomenal i yeah um yeah, it's, surpri- so it's just, surprising just, that he just, didn't win. You didn't win big bass, though, did you? Chad and someone tied for that, right? No, I, yeah. don't, I don't know how to catch over a 20 in a tournament. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, just two 19s and an 18. That's all. That's yeah, all. that's yeah, all. That's yeah, not yeah, a big okay. deal. Yeah, that's I'm just, yeah. just a little history. You know, I, I haven't put nothing bigger than a 19 and three quarter up in a tournament. I don't know what my deal is, but, you know, I'm not going to complain. I, I wasn't sandbagging, right? Because I hate guys that sandbag. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I don't I don't think I uploaded any of mine until eleven. I had like no reception. I think I was so nervous that I, I I got out, went up to the truck, managed to get service, uploaded everything, and then got got back in the boat. I was just like, yeah. But uh, been, I don't know. Been, I mean, been there and done that before. I yeah, haven't gotten out, but I've had that anxiety of like, oh my god, I'm not gonna be able to submit fish. What? This is so terrible. Well, like I was able to like pull up the leaderboard, so I'm like sitting there. I'm like, man, I got everyone beat. I gotta hurry up and get this uploaded. I feel like a dick, but um, <laughs> man, I ain't bragging either. I had, I had a. It, it's a. I mean, fishing's 98 luck to me. That's just how I feel. But you know, with the weather and everything, like. Man, it was uh, it got a little hairy out there, boys. I, you know, I was, yeah, yeah. You know, l- luckily, I think uh, one other person put in. I think actually, Ryan, it was you put in at that um, Burton's boat launch or whatever. Yeah, there was yep. only three or four of us, but yeah, man, I looked down at the everyone <laughs> Dude, that's in was... upper upper five twenty eight. I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait till they start getting off the water, and then like maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll go. But, but yeah. I, I, I snagged uh what I think a sixteen and a half and a nineteen and three quarter, probably I think I took a picture of that nineteen or nineteen and a quarter. I'm sorry, took a picture of that probably by like six fifteen. So that just kind of sets the time. Wow. Uh, so you were you were snagging fish, huh? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that three ounce treble does wonders. No, I don't. I don't know about that, man. I normally at a tournament, it's ten a.m. and I ain't got a bite yet, but and I got to grind all day. So this one yeah. actually felt nice. I think I caught my uh, my limit by maybe eight eight thirty. Um, the cr- what's crazy about Joe saying that too is like being like I was at that launch. It was absolutely fucking miserable there. Like the, yeah. it was like twenty five mile an hour wind. Yeah, rain Terrible. was going sideways. It was ridiculous. It was Man, absolutely I, I, He put 90 I, inches up there. That's insane. Yeah, yeah I, I fixed that that weed edge uh, going up the right, right, as soon as you get off yeah. that lawn. And I got a, I, w- I was working my way up, and I got up to the uh, to like the point of that right when the lightning started to crack. And I'm like, well, this this is kind of bad. And I, I swear, maybe I'm hearing <laughs> stuff. I don't know. But I felt like my, my rods were like humming behind me. Like, well, I was like, yeah. so I, end up, I end up, I end up taking all my rods, um, down, like putting them down in the boat and, uh, kind of working my way back to my buddy. He was a little closer to the launch and, uh, just pitching a Texas rig, got that 19 and a half. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, this might be the day boys, huh? It was. <laughs> it definitely was. You rocked that shit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, pretty much Texas rig. I think I, I think I got one on the board that was still like uh still in my limit on a spinner bait, but mainly just Texas rig, broke my rod, maybe about ten thirty, eleven o'clock, just wanted to cry, you know. But luckily I already had the ninety inches by then, so we were all good. Oh yeah, no big deal. Yeah, just whatever, yeah, no so big deal. I just kinda of punched around. I think I, I I think I ended up like taking my frog off and putting the Texas rig on that, but that I, I fished that on a seven foot, so it was just kind of miserable trying to do that. But so what were you fun. What were you throwing? I, like you said before about you were Texas rigging. It's so like, were you just throwing just like a Senko through there? Or were you running like creature baits through there? Or? Uh, just like, uh, yeah, creature bait. Um, you know, I'm not going to give the exact details. No, that's it, fine. Yeah, no. It, I, it's that's... black and blue and comes in a green package. And I'm embarrassed to say I buy it, but it's my favorite lure of all time, that Bandito bug. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that Dugan that Bandito bug. I uh, hate how expensive they are. They don't last. They, they don't last, but, dude, they catch fish. Like, exactly. I, 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 I can't I deny it. Yeah, I they think have like, the size. I think they have the size and proportion nailed down. Gugan does with yeah. that bait. 
I don't know what it is. I, I cannot stand it. I only I only break it out on tournament days. I've, I'll flip with other stuff if I'm fun fishing. I didn't catch fish, but man, I'll tell you what. I, I hate that bait. It just I feel like you hit one branch, you know. Because I, I uh, Arthur, man, I'm flipping the dirtiest, darkest shit I can find, right? Yeah. And I and I'll I, I'll put a fresh one on, flip into some, and then I, I bring it out, and it's missing half the appendages, and I didn't get a bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they definitely are uh, notorious for that. But I mean, I know I'm sure they're. I mean, Guggen is hated on by a lot of people, and I. Oh yeah. I can I understand it. it. I like it is annoying with some of the stuff and everything, but some of their baits, they, they catch fish. I mean, I sent Ben uh, a picture the other day, throwing their contender swim bait. I caught a, I caught two fish out of my local, local little like farm pond that I go to and piss around with just trying to like learn some stuff. And I mean, yes, I understand it's a farm pond and those fish will, basically eat anything however this is a super pressured farm pond so uh the fact that i was able to catch those in there made me feel you know pretty good about it and everything but they they make you know they make stuff yes the the plastics don't last but you know and their clickbait is the stupidest fucking chatterbait what a bladed thing i don't even know what you want to call it but um it doesn't count it's not a blade jake yeah (laughs) yeah whatever uh but so rewinding back a little bit to set the scene for what we were dealing with out at Arthur that day is, and I was actually talking to Ben on Friday about it as well. Like, dude, are we going to do this? Like it's looking pretty nasty tomorrow. And it was like, yeah, we don't cancel lakes. Like you can get off the water and, you know, take shelter and everything. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Like I'll, I'll send, I'll send it. I don't care. You're always good until you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so I, I launched at my typical for Moraine is going up to McDaniels, uh, McDaniels, whatever you want to call it. And I went the entire way back into one of those fingers back there. And my buddy, Joe, I think was back there with you. He got back there eventually. It was a little bit later, but I was like, Dan, like I got back to that back area and it was pretty much like I waited for, six eight minutes or something before i could have lines in the water i mean i wanted to definitely get back there no one else launched at mcdaniels that i saw so i was like okay like i have this whole area to myself i actually really like fishing that area there's a lot of laydowns. i can flip and throw drop shots in the stuff and everything and i got back into that back corner and i mean it was raining and i was like well i guess we'll see what happens like i'm not expecting much and kind of like Ben on the yacht. I honestly think it was like my third cast. I was reeling in. Uh, it was like a 15 something inch fish. And I was like, holy shit, here we go. And from six until seven 30, cause I think it was around seven 30, seven 45, whenever I got off the water, because it, uh, I heard a couple lightning cracks that were a little bit too close for comfort for me. Um, so I pulled my shit up onto a bank and just stood in the woods underneath, you know, the tallest tree. Cause that makes sense. And, um, but yeah, I had, I think I had 10 fish in the boat by seven 30. And that's what I was saying. I looked at the leaderboard, Dan and I both had limits and I'm texting Ben Ben's like, I'm still sitting in my fucking truck. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was like, I don't know, man, chatterbait over the top of this, uh, this milfoil back here is killing them right now. So I don't want to stop. So yeah, dude, I didn't get it. I, it took me forever to get in the water. I, and then I realized I didn't have my rain gear and I, I freaking drove to Walmart. I left my kayak on the beach 
drove to Walmart, picked up a, the cheapest like twenty dollar rain gear I could pick up. Well, frog tog action. Up, threw it on. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right, frog tog baby. And then I got on the water. I had three fish in, in like twenty minutes or so, and then I couldn't get a freaking bite after that. But that was after the rain had stopped because I didn't get on the water till probably like eight thirty nine o'clock. Yeah, my morning was ass. I was out there with them boys at Burton for like maybe forty minutes. And then when I got off, Joe got off and went up to McDaniel's. And then I ended up going down. I, I was literally on my way home and the sun came out. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I wasn't <laughs> all the way home yet. So I looked real quick and I found this launch. It ended up being like three and a half miles back. This bumpy ass dirt road called Big Run. And it looks juicy. And I ran into Dan. He was out across the way. And, uh, it, I didn't catch a damn thing. And I, by the time I got like probably to where I would have started catching fish realistically, the way it sets up out there and I didn't catch anything yet. And I was like, piss on this. I went home. I got my fridge upstairs. I got a new fridge. I got all kind of stuff. done. <laughs> <laughs> I launched at four twenty old four twenty two, and there was only three of us that launched there. Yeah, and that's a good launch too. There, that's a nice spot. That's that's my go-to on tournament days. It's just there's a lot of weeds to fish. My like Burton. Usually, I catch fish at Burton. I mean, no, I, that's not true. That's not for all you listeners out there. I think four twenty-two <laughs> is a much better launch. <laughs> <laughs> but that, um, yeah, it, but it was rainy, man. It was so hard to submit fish. I'd go to submit a fish, and the raindrops would be hitting my phone and changing my screen oh, on me. Yeah. Oh, that was so bad. That that was killing me. Uh, I'm surprised yeah, you like, guys took the pictures I took. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't get nothing going. So that's what yeah. it was for me. Is like <laughs> I I got on the water, and you know I have all my shit fully charged whenever I get to the launch and everything. And uh, Ben Ryan and I have a a group uh, chat thing in Facebook Messenger. And apparently, like, because of where I was at, like, Facebook Messenger crushed my battery. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, I'm going to have to get off of the water and charge my phone. I'm going to end up, like, not being able to get back here. Like, I got super, super paranoid. I put, like, my power saving stuff on. I think I texted my wife because she was like, are you fishing in this? And I was like, yeah, but don't talk to me anymore. If I need you, I will call you. Like, let me alone so I don't kill my battery. But it was the same thing. Like, I actually didn't even want to pull my phone out some of the times because I was like, I'm going to end up ruining my phone. Like, just to try to win money catching a green fish. Like, what the hell am I doing out here? So a funny story about that, completely unrelated to KBKS, but um, I fished the Hobie BOS on the Susquehanna a couple of years ago. It's when I met my buddy Jordan Welliver. And uh, it, I think that was actually his first, like, tournament or big tournament something. I He was fishing, and he probably had, like, an 85 bag and dumped his phone in the water. Like, he didn't know, like, the ins and outs of the, like, get the picture, upload it right now. Like, he dumped his phone in the water and then – what he did was he had his old lady go and buy him a new phone, meet him at a launch that was like along his float. And then he still ended up uploading pictures and got fishing. It was wild. Yeah. <laughs> water and phones. It's just, it's not cool. Oh, it's, yeah. I, I had a fish kick mine out in Erie one year. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. like, at least it was shallow water, but trying to find your phone in muddy water is really hard to do. Yeah. Especially when it's all screened down. So you and couldn't like, even. And the worst thing is, is like, I'm sure every one of us, if we don't have one, we have seen like the damn ads on Instagram and Facebook for those rogue like phone tethers that you could just like attach yep. to your. Chad Hoover you... swinging it around. Is, I, I have Hey, I have one. I, Long in it. I've, been, I've been I've been using them now for about three years. Yeah, I, I, just, I buy a new one every year because by the end of the season, mine's breaking apart. But I use it religiously. It is the best thing you could buy. I, I'll tell you right now, it fits tight over your phone. I hook the lanyard right to my life vest, and it sits in my pocket because I've had we're taking pictures. The phone fish will flop, and I'll drop my phone. And it'll just hang there don't i don't have to worry about it it's a great so one of the only places i will use one is the susquehanna um that river is the only river i've been on that's actually like i don't want to say scared me but like intimidated me like it's very very intimidating um and you can get in a bad place fast on that river you you don't realize how fast that water's moving and if you're not anchored down when you catch a fish or you just, you just don't know what's going to happen there. You could hit a same on the yacht or clarion clarion, the rocks on the clarion, like they're for whatever reason, you can't see them when they're coming up, when you're coming up on them and you hit one dude and, and your phone's in your hand, you're trying to take a picture of a fish. Yeah. That phone's gone. That fish is gone. All your shit's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh... Fishing online has a, has one. I like it. It's it's lighter. It's a lighter material. Like it's thinner. Um, and like I said, I don't use it a whole lot, so I don't have issues with it. Like pulling apart. Like Dan uses his. I guess would probably say almost every time he's out. But like I got one from Fishing Online. I really enjoy it, and it's just the right length around your neck to be able to hold the phone up with it on your neck and snap that picture on the board. Okay, I'll have to look into getting something because I even just like the other day whenever I was out and it was just like, you know, you try to take like your, you know, your hero shot picture whenever you catch like a good fish and everything. And it's like, man, all that has to do is like that fish to flop and like you just go into panic mode real quick. And next thing you know, like your phone's flying and plop. I mean, I've, I, you know, I've said about it before on these on the podcast, like I dumped a GoPro in Lake Erie last year. So I don't want to be losing anything if I don't have to, but, uh, so yeah, Joe crushed at Arthur. Uh, like we said, 90 inches out there is super impressive. Now I think it was said, uh, that his stiffest competition probably for any of us fishing that event was not fishing it. Um, (laughs) Because he and his wife, or I don't know if they're married or not, but he and his his girl had a baby. So congrats, Nate Hall, on that. And I know that that is his. Uh, he is a killer that was on his that baby water before he had his baby. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is a monster on that water. But uh, I think ninety inches still would have been a hell of a number to try to beat. So yeah, I mean, I got. Tough. I got second place in the KA event there last year. Granted, Nate beat me by like 13 inches, but I don't know if that needs <laughs> talked about. But... <laughs> but I'm coming for you, Nate. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Arthur is a, uh, you know, it's a 25 minute ride for me. Um, 
as much as I say, like I would still consider KPD my, my home lake just because I like fishing it so much. Like Arthur has grown on me over the past couple of years with kayak fishing, just because the reason of the simplicity to get out there, knowing like those areas, I need to explore it a little bit more. Cause obviously there's some big fish in other areas from, I mean, like what Joe caught, what I've seen on Facebook and some of the, you know, the fishing groups and stuff there, like Arthur holds some big fucking large mouth. Um, that, that went Wednesday before the tournament, there was a girl in the fishing group, like wreck, like she was out wreck fishing. Like, you know what I mean? Like in a, I don't want to, she was out playing around fishing. She caught like a 22 and it was at the launch that I launched at. And I was like, damn, there's going to be 30 people here. <laughs> yeah. Did you just see, since we're like talking about it, uh, I think it was the fishing in Western PA. Um, a lady was just out there. It was her and a friend and she caught, uh, I can't remember how many fish she she caught, but she caught like three that were 19 plus or something. Like it was, it was stupid. Like that put things in perspective. I just looked at the numbers. There were 13 fish caught that were 18 inches plus on Arthur. Yeah. I mean, that's, Personal best largemouth is out of there. I got a 21 and a half inch out of there a couple years ago. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, I mean, my one last year that I caught in our our event that uh, was out there was probably my my biggest uh, largemouth I've ever caught. Actually, I, I, yeah, I almost know for a fact that that was my PB. And that was a, a 19-ish mouth open fish. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and then like being the fact that it was it was post spawn too. Like I mean, I don't know how big that fish would have been pre spawn, but I would love to have caught it then. Whenever With it was a fat. fat belly, yeah, 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 it was a it was a good one. Um, but I I will you know to my own horn here. That was my first top five finish in uh, an event. I've only been doing the tournament stuff for like this is my first year being as serious as what I am with fishing every event that I've been able to. Um, so I was very, very happy about that. I mean, I was doing the best I could to try to make a run. And I even, uh, was going back through my videos, uh, for my GoPro. And before I caught, uh, I think my big was, was been like 16 and a quarter or 16 and three quarters, I think. Um, and uh, since you had the the stuff up there, but yeah, 16 um, and a quarter. Yeah. I even said in the video, like I'm pitching a drop shot into like, the gnarliest laydowns I can. Like I'm either going to catch a fish or I'm going to snag. Like I'm going to break off every damn Palomar knot that I can here right now, or I'm going to catch a fish. And uh, I caught that one. I was like, okay, here we go. Like I just got to like let me grab a couple more just that way, and it just never happened for me. But I will gladly take a a top five finish in a tournament um, for where Congrats, I'm at in my my fishing career. So yeah, pretty happy about that. Um. And then we go into the very next day um, and kudos to all you guys running these, these back to backs, which I mean, I, I would have done it, but I was on my way to deep Creek um, for uh, family vacation, it's, which it's was not a, easy. was a great time, no. but um, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, actually after the Arthur event, we're like hanging out and Joe shows up. And Ben's like, hey, I have half a hoagie here if anyone wants it. And Joe's like, I'm going to take it and leave. I'll see you guys later. And he just like in his truck and he's gone. So heads up. So Joe took off and went up. We actually floated with a buddy of ours, um, Josh Artman, 
on Sunday. He took off and went up there. I ran into him. I met up with them in what's that town up north? Ridgeway. I ran into yeah. him up at Ridgeway at Sheets, and he said, listen, Ben gave me this half a hoagie, and it was absolutely fucking fire. <laughs> yeah, whatever combo you had on there, I know it was weird. He mentioned, like, yeah. cheese sticks and marinara and all kind of wild shit. Yeah. Listen. That it was amazing. A, you got to get the pepperoni sub, and you get the marinara with the provolone, but you have to get the jalapeno hop, uh, poppers on top of it. It's the deal. They okay. put it. They put it on there perfectly. It's money. <laughs> okay. Um, so the thirtieth of July was the clearing event. Um, again, I did not fish that. Uh, Mike was the winner for that event. Um, I didn't. Obviously, I don't even know what the numbers or anything were because I. Uh, I got you. I got you. It. So listen. So, so uh, Mike and uh, Randolph uh, tied, all right? But uh, Mike and, busted out and, a, a 19 and a quarter. And also floated together. Yeah, so they floated so together. Those so, fish so one, all two. came out of the same area. And not yep. even the same two. Mike, I'm going to let you tell your story about who all you floated with and where all you ended up because all them – I talked to Rebecca a little later on about somebody's fish that had to get DQ'd that you guys floated with. And right. she told me when they submitted their fish, that freaking map lit up like you would not believe. Like just just popping up all over the place. They put the hammer down. <laughs> yeah, they I'll, put the I'll break down. it all down. Oh, go then, ahead. That was your uh that was your event. So what uh, what was his total, by the way, Ben? So uh, Michael and, and um, Matt had a 79 and three quarter inch total, and then Michael took it because he had big bass at 19 and a quarter. Nice beast, yeah, monster. So, none of us, none of us in the group, so there would have been a total of five of us, uh, fishing together. Uh, it was me, Matt, Sean Livingston, Eddie Cod, and Zach Poling. So we literally kind of, well, well, I kind of studied while I was at work and just looked at some mappage and found like three distinct like uh, peaks in the river. And I just kind of like put it on aerial, zoomed in, seen boulders. I'm like, man, that's where I want to fish. So everybody was just like, yep, we're cool. So it was, we just found launches. So we ended up getting up there Saturday evening. Uh, around like six, uh, we dropped in uh, at Barnett Canoe Launch. Like I said, none of us ever fished uh, the Clarion River. We fished there until about eight thirty that evening, and I do believe we single accessed. And I think Matt pulled out like a sixteen and a quarter, maybe sixteen and a half, and that was like. That was all of us just rape, pretty much raping this area. And I said, dude, a 17 is going to take big bass in this river. I said the same shit. <laughs> yeah. And then plus Van Tine gave me this information too beforehand. He's like, hey, listen, there's a lot of smallies in there, but there's no size. So like I went with no expectation. Uh, so we ended up 
launching Sunday morning at uh, Cook's Cook. Forum. Yeah. And we actually ended up sleeping there overnight, like at the launch. <laughs> and so it was pretty cool. It was, uh, it was, it was quiet. Uh, it was kind of off the beaten path. The, the road was kind of like gravel coming back. Uh, we chilled there. We woke up in the morning and then we went and we launched at, uh, Sorry, we launched at Cooks and then we come down. We floated down to Gravel Lick. We slept at Gravel Lick. That was my mistake. But uh, it was, I I think it was six mile float. And I just kind of, from the day prior, I was just throwing like a Helgermite on a Ned. And that's what I was catching the fish on. So that's what I went out with the plan Sunday morning. Just throw the Helgermite, and around 8 o'clock, I had five fish, but no no one tells you when you go up there. There's, like, no service, and it's just bald eagles. <laughs> that's, that's all that's up there. America. Uh, yeah, and so literally all of us were – we were all catching fish. Uh, Matt was busting fish up. Like pretty much as soon as we launched, he was tugging fish in. Uh, we, I feel like we got halfway through the float and we were all kind of like looking at each other, like, how the fuck are we going to upload our shit? <laughs> <laughs> and like, we had no, really, we had no idea of like how long the float was going to actually take. Uh, we didn't, we didn't really stop or paddle through any sections like heavy. We just kind of went with the flow. Uh, we actually got done with the float a little early, which thank God, because we had to go to a gas station. There was probably like a 25 minute drive to get service. And we all like <laughs> scrambled around trying to upload photos. We was blowing up Van Tyne's phone. <laughs> He's like, I can't help you guys. Like, uh, I was already, I was off the water at noon. My float, man, it was, it's, it is what it is. Like sometimes the floats go quick. Sometimes they don't, but that river, man, where I float, like I'm sure Mike's was kind of similar with them big boulders. Sometimes you get in that quick current, but you can't stop. You just go like you just roll with the water. So we ended up, uh, so Back to like eight o'clock or whatever. I, I had my five fish. I didn't submit any of them because I didn't have no service. And but they were all danks, dude. Like I'm talking, I had tens, elevens, and then my two biggest was like twelve and three quarters. So mind you, as Matt's fishing, I could hear him say, Oh, it's another sixteen. Like it just felt like every fish was a sixteen, <laughs> fifteen. So like I knew he was on like he was on good fish. Uh, very often and uh so i caught my five and i was like okay i'm done like i'm good i did what i needed to do so i started having fun instead of like worrying about a tournament this brings us back to the original conversation yep uh, so i literally put down my ned and i grabbed my chatterbait and just literally started having fun and like probably third cast in, uh, I I it was like boom that nineteen and a quarter was on, 
And I, I thought I was snagged up. And then I see my line moving. I'm like, oh, that is a fish. And I pulled over, got it in the net, and I pulled out of the net, and I said, Matt, it's big. <laughs> as, now, listen, dude. So as he's paddling down to me, he goes, Mike, that's a big fish. He pulls in a fish. As he's coming to me, he has it in his net. I have my 19 in the net. I measure it. I said, it's a 19 and a quarter. He goes, dude, you just caught the biggest fucking fish in this whole river. I'm like, get out of here, dude. Something's <laughs> out. And so, like, he ended up with, like, a 16 and a half and, like, I had, like, a 19 and a quarter. And then from that point on, like, it was just, we were all just basically throwing chatterbaits, just, just pulling fish in, just everywhere you could imagine. Like, there wasn't a piece of that river that probably did not have a chatterbait drug past the rock. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Those are, uh, I mean, I, they, they crush for me out at Arthur. Those, they're one of my favorite things to throw. I mean, I'll, I'll be yep. honest with you. I, I have caught so <laughs> many fish off of a chatterbait since starting to use them. Like, it's just, I, I don't know if there is a, uh, like I wish I would be able to have the definitive, but I personally don't think that there's much variance between a chatterbait to a jackhammer. I mean, I know there's a little bit more vibration and everything, but I feel like, you know, if I want to go and spend like 30 bucks, I'll go and buy four chatterbaits versus two jackhammers. So, but that's just, that's just me. Um, now granted I have been throwing jackhammers, so, you know, is what yeah. it is, but, um, yeah, they, they just work. That's why I caught almost all my, I think that's what I caught every fish on up at our Erie event was a, a bluegill colored chatterbait. Yeah. I mean, I will say this too, just to back your story up with the chatterbaits. Uh, so I do believe Matt was throwing a jackhammer. Uh, my buddy Sean was throwing a stealth blade. I think Eddie was throwing a jackhammer. I'm not a hundred percent what Zach was throwing because he was more back with like Eddie and stuff, but I was just throwing the original just chatterbait and we, it was all with the cadence. I think. Yeah. They just wanted that slow roll on the bottom. Okay. Like if you weren't snagging your chatterbait, you weren't going to catch fish. Yeah. I and, think that, I think that that quick kill and the quick restart is what, gets on the chatterbait with that you can slow roll a chatterbait across sand all day and not do that great i think and 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 i think this plays into why people say that it works really really good in grass too you get hung up on something right that blade quits instantly but the fish already know it's there because they can hit their lateral line picks it up they they hear it they feel it and then it goes away and then they're looking for it and then it, you yank it free, and that blade fires up faster than shit because you're yanking it out of the snag. Yep, and it gets destroyed. Yep. They're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> I, that yeah. is almost not every fish I caught at Arthur, but that is almost identical because I was pulling that That's through milfoil that came to the surface, and it was just pulling it. There were, I think, two fish I caught that I didn't even realize I had because yeah. – 
I thought it was still snuffing fucking weeds. I thought it still had weeds all over it, and all of a sudden it pulled back, and I was like, "Oh shit, I have a fish on!" Like, you know, (laughs) then I start burning it as quick as I can to get it into the boat. So, but uh, well, I mean, you know, I and again, it's my lack of experience with uh, the tournament stuff and fishing rivers in a kayak, Um, because up until this year. The only time I've been in moving water in my kayak were fishing Kiski twice. And last year I randomly decided, um, I think it was during our month long event. I was fishing up at, uh, Shenango, um, Lake, not doing very well up there. So I took off and I was going to come home and I looked and I was like, well, Franklin launch is only like 45 minutes away from me. So I went down to Franklin launch, uh, and went out on the river. Now was just an unbelievably massive mistake for me to try to put my AP in the water right there. Um, luckily I didn't end up dumping myself, but I was super sketched out. Um, but I typically like I'm wet waiting. I'm always just throwing Ned rigs. Like that is almost the exclusive, like exclusivity, whatever, uh, that I throw in, like kind of quinescing and stuff is always a Ned rig or I try to pull like a, some sort of a top water over like uh current and everything. But like, I very rarely would even think of taking a chatterbait whenever I would go and fish some of those areas just because I'm like, Oh, it's I'm fishing for smallies. I just need Ned rigs and top water. That's all I need. I'll catch every fish in this water, but that's definitely not the case. But yeah, I mean, Kudos to you, crushing it up there. Um, ben, you said him and Matt tied. Uh, Mike, did you take big fish for the day as well? Yeah. So yeah, he did. Uh, so what had happened, as I was saying, I'm pretty sure Matt ended up with, like, I want to say two or three 16s and, like, the rest were 15s. Yep, you got spot on. So I had a 12 and three quarter left from the morning. So, like, I had, with the chatterbait, like, once I started fishing and having fun again, like, I had that 19, I crushed a 17, a 16, and then a 14, and then I still had that 12 and 3 quarter, and I'm like, okay, that's my new goal, I want to get this 12 and 3 quarter out of here. So, it was like, coming down to the end of the float, and there was this one lonely, like, tree in the water. And I was like, eh, I wonder if there's something over there. I, I even kind of like paddled over towards it, casted the chatterbait at it, let it just, I just killed it. Just let it sit there, dead sticked it. Started retrieving it, felt a pull. I said, holy shit. I said, there it is. Pulled it in. It was the most crippled smallie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I did take a video of this thing because like, I was like, these guys are going to think I found this washed up on the bank. Oh, is that your one that uh, that yeah. had like the tail missing and everything? I think I saw Bro, that on your a, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I called it by a quarter inch. Like, so I upgraded my twelve and three quarter to a thirteen. I'm like, hey, that's still an upgrade. I'll take it. So, like, to me, you needed it. You needed yeah, it. Yeah, that thirteen was just as important to me as that nineteen. Like, yep, I, he was a cool dude. Yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> I'm um, looking at this mangled fish right now. This thing, is like... <laughs> I do, I do have a video. He he is Dude. alive and very well. Dude, it looks like you took a bite out of its freaking tail. Man. I know, it does. <laughs> yeah, that's. I thought the exact same thing. It's like, hold man, something grabbed hold of that or something. Um, 
so uh who who else in here fished the the clarion event i, I mean I, I know ryan did obviously ben you said you were going to dan did you fish it yes i did yeah yeah i got third place man oh that's right i did see that that's my bad yeah. I, I did see yeah, the results yeah. on the, the the website so okay the animals i know we right fished, yeah. fished uh gravel yeah. to uh mill creek is what we fished and it was shallow but it was a nice float the service sucked we didn't get me and adam dobbins back i don't even think we had our fish uploaded till like 245 <laughs> we were driving out of the launch adam had his phone up waiting for it to find signal and start telling us that we had service and then we just pulled off on the side of the road so we could hurry up and get our fish uploaded yeah Awesome. I pulled over in a farmer's field up at the top of the hill and just uploaded. I got service. That's that's great. Um, yeah i I wish I would have fished that. I actually want to go and fish that river for brown trout. Like I want to go and throw big streamers for brown trout because I know that they're in there as well. But obviously, it might hook into a nice smallie throw and that kind of stuff too with on the fly rod. But yeah. Um. So yeah, that. Uh, that gets us caught up to current date for tournaments. Um, there are some other housekeeping stuff that needs to happen here at the end. But before we do that, uh, just do our little look ahead here. Cause we do have two events back to back coming up in two weeks, actually next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend um, with yellow Creek on Saturday and the Kiski <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, boy. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be talking to you about the Kiski because I definitely want to have a float partner for that because uh, I know you're familiar with it, but also I, Nick and I have done, what is it like Avonmore to Roaring Run or Roaring Run to Avonmore, whichever way that works, I think. Um, but that's a long ass float. So I'm going to be so, funny. You say that Greg last, did you see my last post? I went, I think it yeah. was, I floated. I, I started in Salzburg and floated to Apollo past Avonmore. Yeah, you were at the next one up. Okay. I yep. double float. I caught 34 fucking fish that day. I caught a massive walleye. I mean, there's so many. It's like I've fished every launch numerous times all the way up to the dam. I want to start exploring up the Connemaw more, but I haven't gotten around to it yet because once you get up past like the dam, you're looking at an hour. You know what I mean? And that's just not really my cup of tea, but uh, yeah, there's fish. I, I catch so many fish in every single one of them floats. Yep. Every single one of them. Yeah. I know Nick and I, like I said, we've done it a couple of times and I think he's did it once or twice with another buddy of his and it's fun. I mean, like that was my first experience with like fishing for smallies out of the river, out of a kayak. And it was just like, Holy shit. Like, this is awesome. Like these, you yeah. know, you're catching some <clears throat> big smallies and everything. So, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, that will, that'll be, those are our last two events for, uh, regular season. for regular season and everything. So, yeah. uh, since actually we're talking about that, um, Ben, do you have AOI pulled up by chance? I can have that in about two seconds. Yeah. What do you need to know? So where is everything at with uh, AOI as of uh, what we're three events in for each series now? Yeah, so we're, we're three in. Um, so if you click on the 
the link that I have, um, if you just go to the website, the keystonebasskscom you can see, uh, you know, access, you'll have access to it. Um, but right now for, uh, like the lake trail, I have, if you go to the document, you'll see the top 20 are highlighted. And then for the river trail, the top 20 are highlighted just because top 20 are who qualify for the, the trail championships. And then from those trail championships, how you place at the trail championship, the top 10 from each will go to the overall championship it has nothing to do with uh, AOI points after the trail championship. It's all on how you place at the trail championship. Okay. So, yeah. So right now, like uh, top, you know, if I do like top five, like top five for the river trail right now are Matt. It's tight Eddie. too. What's that? It's tight too. Yeah. Very tight. And so here's the thing too, like no matter how tight it is right now, Yep. If you make it to if you make it to the championship, championship can come all the way up. Yeah, it's double points. So like instead of 100 points for first place, it's 200 points for first place. So there's a whole lot of movement that can happen at the actual championship itself. And that's just for for, you know, getting the the championship, you know, the AOY and, and stuff like that. Um but again, you have to place in the top 10 at that trail championship to move on to the overall two-day championship on the Allegheny and Lake Wilhelm. And AOI so, is AOI is done after the trail championships, correct? Yeah. After the trail championships, AOI is done. We crown okay. an AOI championship or an AOI champion uh, for the river trail and for the lake trail at those championships. And then everything after that is gravy. Like if you win the overall, I mean, you know, the goal is trying to win the overall, which is it's tough to do because like you have to be freaking good at lakes and freaking good at rivers and do it on that day. Yeah, that's it's a it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. I see a couple a couple names on both lists. In the top 10. Yep. And I, I see me, which I can't believe it with my 15 point performance in the top 10. (laughs) <laughs> which I'm hoping at Yellow Creek I knock that up a little bit but I'm also knowledge. you look oh. at Joe Backu man Joe Backu yeah. bringing the heat yep in both of them yeah he's in he's in, uh Joe's in second place in the lake and he's in uh what like I don't know seventh or something that no he's sixth. in sixth place sixth place for the the river yeah that's awesome so what's yeah, so like the Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say you're going to do exactly what I was going to ask you. What are top five in each for us? All right. So top five for uh, – and we'll go back to the river. All right. So top five for the river are Matt, Eddie, Ryan, uh, Michael, and Sean Livingston. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So that's top five. And then top five for the uh, lake trail is Jeff, Lay, uh, Joe, uh, Brent, Greg whoop, whoop. and Chad Claypool. Yeah. That's what's up. I think, uh, yeah. I think I looked, I think, um, Brent and I are actually tied for third right now. Yeah. And then he's, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's like any, any kind of ties, um, we'll just take them. Like, you know, if it's, it's top 20, but if there's like 21, because, you know, 
you know, two guys okay. are tied. What we take them? Gotcha. No big okay. deal. That was going to be a, actually a question I was going to ask you. So cool. Um, yep. So I guess Man, look at Matt Randolph. Look, this is crazy. French Creek one, <laughs> York second, but tied for. Clarion, I mean, tied. Second. Oh no, yeah, Clarion tied for first, but lost yep, yep. Yeah, for Big Fish. So yeah. one hundred ninety-seven yeah. and ninety-seven. That's insane. Yeah, it's an animal, dude. He's an animal. He <laughs> is. He definitely I is a river I rat. I was happy I beat him on his home river. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point, man. Yeah, all those uh all those yacht boys are showing out on the uh on the river yeah. series. So um, sure. I would ex- I would expect York, nothing right? less. Uh you you did get yourself on a big donkey in the yacht. I seen your video, dude. You you had a nice one on top water. Who's that? You. Oh, yeah, I uh that was uh what was my big fish that day? I think it was seventeen, I believe, or I could be wrong with that. Hold on, I can tell you real quick. Come um, on, you remember? Nah, man, I I'm like Van Town. I, I got a little bit of a bad memory sometimes. I couldn't even remember where I floated on the Clarion. Yeah, I got, <laughs> yeah, I got a seventeen and a half, and that's what I was saying. Right. I I lost no, had, yeah. Yacht you had the eighteen and a quarter. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say it was an eighteen, bud. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. A, that was the wrong post. So yeah, that's what it was because I had that one and I caught another one after that that was just as big or maybe bigger, and I lost what I assume was probably about like a sixteen earlier in the day. So that's what I was saying. I probably lost like a minimum twenty three inches of fish, which would have put me instead of fifty inches, I would have went up to eighty three inches. So I would have finished a lot higher than what I did. I know that for sure. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I definitely was happy with that one. Actually, I think that was even bigger than the fish I caught up in Erie. So, um, (laughs) just not as, not as thick. Uh, so yeah, so that's our looking ahead. Um, we are, this is a little long, but you know, it's three events and I got three new people on and new people don't get away without answering my other questions. So Uh-oh. yeah. Yeah. Um, I will, I'll go down the list and we'll just do Mike, Dan, then Joe for each one of these questions. Um, again, if you haven't listened to the podcast, uh, these are our five questions we do at the end for our, uh, uh, Again, I can't even say our icebreaker, but just our little little niche that we like to have with it. So, uh, first question: What are you listening to while you're driving to go fishing? This is to me. Yep. Uh, so to the Clarion, me and Sean was listening to the Amity Affliction, just heavy. I like it. Like- I like it. Uh, Dan, what are you listening uh- to? When I'm on the way fishing, I usually got my XM radio on uh, either Octane or Lithium, and I'm just I jam out the yeah. whole. Way. I like it, Joe. How about you? Uh, yeah. I mean, recently I've been carpooling with my boy John Dabney, so I just hear about him catching giants the whole time. But if I'm going solo, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going solo, I'm probably just rocking a podcast, maybe some Rogan, something like that, something funny. Okay. Uh, we'll cycle back. Question two: What's your sheets order? Death dogs. 
Oh. Get some old-fashioned sheets death dogs, bud. Man, I got a couple of those yesterday. They kind of did some damage, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be hammering them this weekend. I'm on that budget. I'm on that budget meal plan again. <laughs> uh, Dan, how about you? Uh, sheets. I, the only time I really hit it's on the morning there, and it's uh, I usually get a uh, waffle sandwich with chicken strips, and bacon. Oh, and I like it. I like it, Joe. Them chili, cheese, and onion hot dogs, boys. Oh, That's it. boy. Yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. Uh, back to Mike. If you could only take one rod uh, and one lure with unlimited supply of that, what are you taking? Uh, finesse rod with a Ned. Just easy, simple. Just a green pumpkin Ned. Dan? Uh, I'm taking my Ned rod, Ned rod with... Uh, June bug hula stick. I like it, Joe. I mean, since the next derby is at Yellow Creek, I'm taking my seven six broomstick. Well, actually, I have to, I have to yeah. buy a new one because that broke. But yeah, I'll be flipping Texas rig all day. Yeah, that's what I tried to do yesterday, and I didn't catch fucking shit. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I did. I did snag. I did snag a sixteen. Uh, what was it? Sixteen and a quarter smallie uh doing a drop shot i watched them kept watching them uh, like three or four decent sized looking fish on live scope just swimming around a lay down i was like i even said in the video i i looked back through it today because i just was trying to find a couple of the the clips to maybe throw an edit together i was like okay last cast at this one and sure as shit that's never i caught it so um i hate it uh <laughs> Back to Mike. Do you have a favorite p- fishing professional? Um, so <laughs> yes, I would say they're not professionals, like they're not paid to fish, but it would be like my neighbor BP, Bob Patterson, Matt Randolph, Russell Johnson, hell, even Van Tine, dude. Like, all you guys, uh, I love like, you, I love you, going out to fish with you guys. Uh, but like, if it's more or less a, a, a you know, a person that's paid to fish uh, for informational and stuff would be Jeff Little. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to second that one on all them guys, local guys down there. Russell Johnson, for sure. He's helped me out so much. Um, Professional-wise on kayaks, Jody Queen. He's down to earth, man. I've talked to him at the national championships a couple times, and he's one hell of a guy. Yeah, Dan's a seasoned vet, man. He's he's a he's a legit. J- Dan's a damn pro. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I never got to fish with him that much. I've I've fished, I've been fishing ten years. This is my what? tenth season, and I've been to the national championships twice, and been all over. Yeah, I like. I am so novice in this. Like you guys say names, and I'm like, I have no fucking clue who you're even talking about. Like, I mean. And then you're just you're saying Van Time making his head bigger than what it already is. So <laughs> fucking huge, dude. <laughs> Joe, how about you? Uh yeah, I mean, obviously, like I, you know, I follow some of the national kayak trails like Kobe and all that. But um, I don't know. I, I like Greg Blanchard a lot just because he puts out good content on YouTube. He I does. Mean, he does. I, I spend most of my time on YouTube, so I'd have to give it to him. But if we're talking like the glitter rockets, I mean, I I like Octofo. Um, you know, for like the big boys, but kayak guy like watching kayak stuff. So 
Cool. Um, and last question, what would be your dream fishing vacation or fish to go catch? Huh, well, the Susky and Smallies. And it's going to yeah, happen that next was Saturday, my answer, bud. Bro, that was my yeah. answer. <laughs> like, I mean, anytime I get to the, go to the Susky, it's just like a, it's like Christmas. Fucking heaven. It's heaven. Yeah. Oh, I've already, because like there's very, I, I don't, I want to say very few in like a negative way. There are usually less than 20 people in our river events so far. So I'm like, all right, like all I got to do is catch a couple fish on the Kiski and like I'm inside the top 20. So like there's a Susky event coming up for me and I'm pretty happy about that, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, hey, listen, dude, all I can say is even if you're not in it, you need to go there and just fish with us, dude, because you can definitely fish with us because it's like it's just something to just marvel. <laughs> yeah, I believe me, I I follow enough. Like, I mean, I've seen videos of Christine Fisher catching some absolute fucking tanks on that river. And it's just like, Even, God, I want Greg, to go so have, bad. Have you been there? No, I've never fished it. Ever. Oh, Listen, my God. When you drive in, you have to. It's it's the most fucking unreal shit you're driving oh, in I on. I mean, like, I've been there, like, like hair. I've been. I used to do like a travel nursing assignment out in Lancaster. So, like, I would go over that bridge that like is right go, by Harrisburg when you come stuff, in but come still. in off of 22 up north go off of route 22 along the juniata and go that way when you go into there this when we go do our championship go that way dude i'm telling you it is the most beautiful because one you're looking at the juniata which is a beautiful river you look i i find myself not watching the road just looking down over the barrier looking at this <laughs> river and then you roll into i think it's uh, Dauphin is where you roll into somewhere around there, and it's like the statue of, of litter bees out there. Uh-huh. Then, oh my god, man! And the rock ledges that are sticking up out—it's—it's it's unreal. It's surreal. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it just because like I said I. It's not to a negative whatsoever. I mean, we've had awesome numbers with everything, but it's like, uh, looking for like at the AOI and stuff. I I in like 12th or 14th or something like that. And I was like, okay, literally as long as I don't dump my ass out of my kayak and I at least catch two fish or something on the Kiski, like I should be able to go to the Susky and compete for the, the championship. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked about that. Thought you um, on the float. This one, you got to keep up because it's long and the end of it's slow. So you got to stay with me on this one. Yeah. I, uh, we'll talk. I was, I was in debate of, uh, I think I'm actually going to run the AP again. Cause I know that, it, it stays deep enough other than maybe a few spots where I'd have to pull up and I just get through them and I'd be good. So, but, uh, Dan, how about you? What's your dream fishing vacation or uh fish to go catch? I want to go down to Florida. I want to go down to the Gulf and fish. Um, for bass, salt, salt bass water. Uh, it don't matter. I can go salt water. I'll go out fresh water. I just want to go to Florida and fish at some place. I haven't been yet. I'd like to go down and fish for reds. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Nick would be uh, Nick would be all over that as well. That's he grew up in like the Galveston Bay area and everything. And he's going got a for, good uh, story. I think he did a good story on his. Didn't he like do a story about how he walked forever? Yeah, that's whenever he was like young. That's what they used to do. Is they would uh, I don't want to say surf fish, but like they would wade and go out for reds. And uh, like just wait out in the bays and be almost like tit deep in water and catching like massive bull redfish and everything. So yeah. the other one is I want to hit the Mississippi River. I still haven't fished it in the kayak yet. 
I grew up out there. So I'd really want to take the kayak back up there and fish that too. That's another river I want to fish. Hey, when you're ready to go out there, hit us up, bud. We'll, we'll, I'll head yeah, out it's... there with you. <laughs> well, we just got a place for us to stay already, so you don't even have to worry about that. My stepmom's got a house in Lacrosse. Oh, We're good you... to go. There, there you go. Uh, all right, Joe, wrap us up. What's your uh, dream fishing uh, fish or vacation to go on? Well, I'm going to say the, the Saski just because I haven't been. Um, you know, I haven't got to fish any of the river events with you guys yet this year, but uh, I, I, I might have to go with Dan. I'm going to Florida. I uh, went down there to see my old man like two years ago, and my wife let me take a charter out on Okeechobee, and I was catching frogfish in February, and it was probably one of the best experiences I ever have. So I, I'd probably want to do like the Kismi chain, um, you know, maybe take my kayak down if we go down again, but yeah, I don't know, Florida. I'm a largey guy. Let me let me just get in that thick stuff and yeah, know, like a 27 or something. It was uh, it was an older video, but I was like scrolling through Facebook earlier, and um, it was from events this year, and it was a I can't remember who it was, but he was talking and he talked to a buddy, and they went out for an event on Okeechobee, and his buddy caught a 34 pound bag. And finished in like seventh place. And like, and him, the guy and his wife went out and did, or his daughter, I can't remember what he said. They did like a club event sort of thing. And there were, can't remember how many boats. They had a 30 pound bag and they finished in like 30th place out of like 40 boats or something like that. Like, that is just absurdity to me to think that, you know, they're averaging seven pound fish. Like, that's, fucking nuts yeah yeah so like i mean you, I, i'd still rather catch like a a pennsylvania smallmouth i mean fighting fighting them in the rivers awesome like i mean nothing beats it but yeah catching oh man i'd love to catch a, a pig like that i mean you could run into so, a 10 pounder like if you awesome. like big florida largemouth you have if you don't know who she is you have to follow gene wilson this woman yeah. catches monsters i'm talking 20 inch girth fish uh, girth 20 inch girth yeah doesn't she have a 27 like 27 uh, yeah, inch or something yeah. Like that? Yeah. yeah she's got the most ridiculous amount of massive florida fish i've ever seen in my life yeah that's, that's Greg, awesome. I, I think that i think that post was that was uh scott martin his wife i think yeah that's it it was scott martin yep yeah now you say that, that yep. it was yeah that's they they were talking about that yeah his buddy's like yeah man got a 34 inch bag and we finished in sixth like that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Um, but all right, boys, this was a this was a fun one. I, you know, had a good time. That was uh three torments to recap. Um, we'll be doing the same thing after uh this coming weekend. And then um obviously, I mean, I'll talk to Ben and Ryan about it. I wouldn't mind. I don't know if we can necessarily like do a primer for uh for the championships and everything, but you should you should. Yeah, just to like figure out who's in the top 20 and if everyone wants to get on and everything or, you know, whatever the case may be, like just get on and maybe do a half hour, an hour for each one or something just to, to bullshit about it and kind of recap the seasons and that sort of stuff. So I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun, but um, yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to send it out on that. Uh, thanks everyone for jumping on. Congrats to uh, our winners, uh, Mike, Dan, and Joe. You guys all did awesome. Congrats um, guys. You rocked it. it. Yeah. Well, thanks. Son. Yep. And uh, 
I will, uh, I'll see, I'm assuming some of you guys on, uh, next Saturday out at Yellow Creek. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, fellas. That's all. Bastards are out and I'll talk to everyone later. All right. Hey. Bye.